You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. My name is Katie. I'm Vanessa. And we have a um, super tubular, far out episode for y'all this week. It's, it's real bitchin'. Um, oh, wait, it was the 90s. Sorry. I mean, oops. Spoiler. Ooh. Spoiler alert. It was the, twas the 90s. Um, the Which 90s were having like a moment. 20 years ago to me. 20. Oh, good God. It's 20 years ago. Wait, no. Was it 30 years ago? I, right? Math. I can't do math. It was 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. That just hit me right now. Oh, I, that should have been so much easier for me because I was born in 1985. <laughs> and I'm 36. Oh, God. That should have been way easier math for me. I was like, yeah, wait. wait no, uh, mm, 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 huh? Equations? Okay, I just started. Okay. Oh, man. I, I felt my underarms dampen <laughs> just now. <laughs> I started high school in 1990. Oh my god! So I, that means I started, I started high elementary s- school. <laughs> oh, I started first grade. I yeah, feel like that's, that's kind of a kind of a read, but I I mean it's also just the truth. <laughs> um. Okay. Wow. I had okay. my first French class in 1990. Mind blown. Learn that alphabet. What did I do in 1990? I was growing out a bad haircut mm. in the 90s. Ooh, I probably we was too. Let's be honest. Oh, I was growing. Oh God. Okay, this is how 90s this was. 1990. This the 1989 to 1990 was a rough transition for me. Uh, my family moved across town, so it was a whole new world for me. It was a part of town I'd literally never been in before. Mm, okay. Even though it was just across town. Um. I mean, when you don't have a car, it's tough. I only had a bike. I was growing out a bad haircut and a spiral perm. Ooh. Remember spiral perms? Yes. My I sister do. had one. I will do my best to find a photo. I think I know where some old school photos are. I will do my very best. Here, look, at, I'm going to write in my notes because I'm a professional. Woman of a certain age. School. Look up school photo. Photos. I will take a, a photo and I will share my hideous, hideous spiral perm. One of the biggest oh, mistakes I've ever made. I cannot wait. I've never seen this. I do not believe I've ever seen this. Uh, be, with good reason. I don't <laughs> advertise this much. I was, I was a late bloomer. Um, I was. Same. Yeah. I was not like. I was not an uggo or anything. Not an uggo. Like, I was not a scientific anomaly or anything. I was just like, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, but I did not become, I was not fashionable. Mm-hmm. I was not hip. Um, my attitude made me cool. Like, oh, okay. I was, um, I was the only goth. Literally the only goth. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm at, yeah, the only one. Um, 
and it was like a little bit before that alternative yeah like alternative music sort of wave came in because that was yeah. more like 92 mm-hmm. so this was 90 it was a little bit ahead of the curve thanks to a very fashionable cousin yeah. i had who was four years older than me so i just basically copied everything he did and yeah. listened to and so was able to scam my way into people thinking i was scam like my way. edgy cool not popular cool yeah but edgy cool where i was like people were a little bit afraid of me so like not share horowitz but like the craft yes Yes. Got it. Okay. Which was not quite popular then. Yeah. But um, I was also a nerd. So we hung in our own little nerd Tide Pod. Um, and our group, even our high, small high school, but even within our whole class, like that group of kids, but we're, it was like maybe 20 of us that were all friends. Mm-hmm. So like... I didn't really mix in with any of the other kids. So I was a little bit of kind of in my own bubble back in that day. Um, Some occasional trolling, not really bullying, but occasional trolling. Um, People would sing um, the Adams Family theme song when I walked down the hall, which now sounds delightful. Yeah, but uh, but not in when you're high the school. one being singled out. That's just yeah. like that. That's no rough. one ever wants to be othered. You don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, never dated a single person I went to school with. Yeah. Also, I dated older back then. Times were different. I was a different person back then. I only dated older back then. Ooh, you flipped unlike, it. Unlike unlike now, where I'm robbing robbing cradles. <laughs> left and right so i missy ellie did i flipped it and reversed it um i only dated older like friends that i made through my older cousin or um i had friends who went to other schools Mm -hmm. like who far far away from where i lived a whole a cool 15 to 20 minutes away from where we lived yeah which again when you don't have a car might as well be another continent but yeah it's a long ways um never dated anyone i went to school with oh thank god um also was not attracted to anybody I went to school with. Um, yeah. And I I'm sure that in yeah, a different sure way. It was because there was no one like me. Yeah. There was, there was no boy equivalent to my craftiness. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah. Yeah. I grew up in pickup trucks and cornfields. Like same. There was nobody, like nobody knew who the Beatles were. Right. Of. Like, I was right. just like, well, cool, not my crowd. Or, yeah. like, even, like, I can relate because I pretty much between, I mean, it was a little bit of a weird combination. I was super into, like, cause everything was, like, music, which tracks still to this day. But, like, it was, like, my dad's influence of everything that everyone thought was just, like, super old. And now people are into it. Younger, the youths are into it. But it right. was not cool. Like At the time. You guys, right. listen, if you're a baby, liking the Beatles, and my husband can can attest to this liking the Beatles as a youth was not a cool thing people thought you were so weird the blank stares um the side eye rolls that their friends would do if you were trying to share like oh I I, like I wore a Beach Boys t-shirt to school in middle school and they were just like what basically the equivalent of like a look that's the equivalent of like what the fuck is wrong with this girl right um but i was like living my best life in my beach but i was so happy um i did get to see carl wilson you motherfucker so fuck you guys um 
Sorry, no, that was a little harsh. But I like if if little Katie could see me now. Um, but like that stuff wasn't cool. People weren't like listening to vinyl records was not cool. No. You were a big weirdo. Yeah. Um, and like same, like being like alternative, being like goth, being edgy was not embraced. It was not the one. No. In the way no. it is now. There. Now I feel like there's sort of a home for mm-hmm. every, hopefully that's the goal, right? There's a home for every interest that you have. And that is not how it was. Y'all we, living through the nineties. I know y'all babies love the nineties style and aesthetic. And this is probably how my parents felt when we were replicating like the sixties and the seventies. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, the style and you're choosing the the good things, but they also had to experience and go through a lot of the bad things right. that coincided with the the style and the aesthetic and the music and all that stuff. Right. But yeah. There was also, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm uh, clearly it's been 30 years since I was in high school. Well, since I started high school. Um, but I remember my high school experience being, ve- there were like clear borders between mm. groups. Mm-hmm. And you didn't mix. There was yeah. like the heavy metal crowd, the cheerleaders, the jocks, the, you know, super nerds. Like it, yeah. they were very. Like the breakfast club. Yeah. They were very distinct groups that you could easily identify people by the way they dressed and the music that they listened to. Yeah. And it seems now to my old eyes <laughs> when I see youths, when I see like high school aged kids, that there's more of a mix that it's yeah. not, you don't have to pick one way of dressing, like one group to hang out with anymore. That it's not as, it's not that every single thing, that every single genre mixes with every single genre. Yeah. But it seems more like if you do like, you know, like, um, well, also like the music sort of changed as well. Mm-hmm. Because like where I grew up, there were, there happened to be a lot of branches in this mm-hmm. area, it's a very agricultural area. So yeah, there are a totally. lot of, there was like a big sort of country contingency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. once country kind of went more pop mm-hmm. and crossover in music started to happen, yeah. um, now it's not as unusual for someone who, you know, is kind of more of a, what I would call like a city mouse mm-hmm. to be into country music. Oh, because, my God. Okay. Can I tell yeah. you how bizarre that is to me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've said this a lot, but if you're new to the podcast, I grew up on the East Coast. We're currently in California. I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up, I've described Maryland before as like, there's Baltimore and there's DC and there's the Western Shore. And then there's the Eastern Shore and you have the beaches. Beaches are fine. Okay. They're cool. Western Shore is fine. Okay. It's cool. The middle, there's a middle part on that peninsula on the Eastern Shore that's like, bleh. That's where I grew up, the blah part. And it's all agricultural. It's all country. So it's like a similar thing where like you knew people, you knew people that legit needed pickup trucks for use, Mm -hmm. Uh not for fashion. They listened to country music and they literally worked on ranches where I would be with like farms and cornfields and things like that. And it was like they would wake up at 5 a.m., like some kids would work at their parents' farm mm-hmm. or their parents' ranch. That's what they did. And then to meet people now, 
that like legit grew up in kind of like bougie posh areas that listen to country music it like mm-hmm. blows my mind because like on the western shore those people like growing up they wouldn't have been caught dead they were not they were the ones that were like like in in um, parks and rec when tom is like Oh God, I hate to break it to him. Um, what's gonna happen to Kirk Cobain in nineteen ninety four? That's that was like where we lived. It was so isolated, it was so behind. It was behind everything. We were like five years behind and like densely like country and just yeah. not into the alternative hit kind of like um I thought that I A, I thought California was this like magical place. Um, that just seemed so beyond and so advanced. And then same with like New York City because of where we lived. Right. It was so slow. Right. Everything was so slow. My high school, weirdly in my high school, so I started high school in going into the later 90s. And like weirdly, I don't know if it was just the area. There were definitely like groups of people, but it seemed like it had even started to maybe blend more there. Also, you know, the the pool of people that we were like pooling from in terms of what their interests were wasn't as diverse it wasn't as large of a group of people there were mm-hmm. like my graduating class had like 80 people I oh, think wow yeah so it was like anywhere from like 350 to 400 people in the high school um which is grade 9 through 10 so it was mm-hmm. really not a diverse like um what am i thinking of like a like subject group um, there were a lot of people that were just into the same things. And so right. by design being, having it be so small, the cheerleaders were also in band and they also played softball. And so mm. there wasn't like the jocks mm-hmm. and the cheerleaders and the popular, right, right. it's like everybody sort of just because there weren't enough people. They did. So, like, they had you to could, yeah, do multiple multitask. roles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I was in band, but I also played softball, but I was not a jock. And I was also like really into like, but I also hung out with like, the kids that weren't band kids, like marching band kids that also like wanted to play guitar. So right. I would hang out with them, but I wasn't like a punk kid, but there were punk kids. Then there were like country, they were like country popular kids. So country share Horowitz. Oh my right. God. Can someone please do that? Can you please dress up like a country share Horowitz, please? I would <laughs> die. But that's kind of what it was. That's like, those were the popular girls. The like, Oh God. But okay. So the nineties, <laughs> talking about the nineties. They are back. I will just add a quick note. Like you with not being able to fathom sometimes that someone who's not country likes country (laughs) now. Um, Where I grew up, I grew up in Southern California. Um, It's a town that's kind of halfway between Santa Barbara and LA. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Ventura County. It's a small I always thought a small city, but I realize now maybe more of a medium, small, medium size. It feels small, though. Feels very small. Yeah, it has a small town vibe. Small town vibes, uh, middle si- mid-size numbers. Yeah. Um, but surrounded by a lot of agriculture, a lot of farms. Yeah. Um, mostly, um, mostly Latinx. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I remember reading once it was like the city's like 75% uh, Latino, Latinx, and the rest is kind of mostly white after that, Mm -hmm. and then a very, very small percentage of Asian and African-American families. So Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in what we used to call, like with what we used to, what used to be referred to as Cholo culture. Okay. 
like a lot of gang activity. Um, it was the, if you've ever seen any sort of like movie about or TV show about like LA in the seventies and eighties, it's the, um, plaid shirt with just the top button buttoned uh-huh. and a white t-shirt on underneath, uh, like the Dickies pants that are sagged low with like the Adidas Cortez sneakers, mm-hmm. dark sunglasses, maybe even a hairnet, lots of tattoos for the women. It was super heavy black eyeliner, teased bangs, kind of dressing similar to the boys in the nineties. That was like it at its peak. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, look yeah. was at its peak. And the music was what would, I guess, now be considered kind of hip-hop rap. Yeah. And so to have that now be so predominant blows my mind. That, like, are you serious? Like, what I used to listen to and hear all the time and kind of roll my eyes at, because that's not the music. But, like, I wasn't into the music anybody was listening to. Yeah. Um, Blows my mind. And that... I got to witness this weird, <laughs> what I listened to was considered really strange and I would get a lot of shit for it. The way I dressed got so much shit for it. And then two years later, having the popular people ask me where I shopped mm. and where I got stuff. Yeah. That's to make weird. them like mixtapes and stuff. Cause back in the day we used to make mixtapes y'all. Uh-huh. Um, is really, really strange. And I remember one of the bands was like Jane's Addiction. Oh, Because Jane's my Addiction God. blew up yeah. in like 91, 92. Yeah. And I had been into them for, a, I mean, I say for a long time. It was like I had been into them for like maybe a year before yeah. everybody else caught on. But that's not because I'm so edgy. It's I live in Southern California where Jane's Addiction was from. And I had yeah. older cousins who, who, you know, listened to like college radio. So yeah. I just got, I got there before a lot of people because, you know, I was at the right place, right time. Yeah. Um, But um, like, God, I remember seeing Pearl Jam at the Ventura Theater, which is tiny. crazy to me. That is insane. Ventura Theater is like, I I would have to get like how many people fit in Ventura Theater. That's like. Not many. It's small. It's really small. It's like. Yeah. Maybe, God, hold on, hold on. We're going to pause it's this. It's smaller than <laughs> some like high school auditoriums for sure. Like it would be smaller than my high school auditorium. I mean, granted, I've told you the population of my high school. I just looked it up. Spread. Okay. Yeah. Ventura Theater, 1200 capacity. Oh my God. So I saw Pearl Jam in a play, like a band that went on to sell out like stadiums. I saw oh them God. in a 1200 seat theater. That's insane. Uh, we also saw Morrissey there. That's like um, blows my mind. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Morrissey yeah. there. Was, okay. Sorry. I got wrapped up in nostalgia. Okay. But the 90s. Again, yes. we're old people and it flabbergasts us. Now we're going through what our parents went through with the 60s revival that yes. happened in the 90s. Can I now, just say, I me. love that we're talking about the 90s and I can truly see there's just a gray hair of mine shining through this zoom like i'm like this is it's, it's poetry at this point really it's just I, beckoning i get lucky I, with having black hair girl, you all. that it it almost looks like it's just light hitting it but they're grays Let me Ooh, see. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I can see it. Yeah, and I can see it when you come close. I just was seeing this one. You don't have to say you see it like quite that fast. Oh. Oh I yeah, mean, I where? See yeah, where? Totally. Where, yeah. Is yeah. where is it? Where is it? I don't see. Um, the nineties. It's back. that thirty-year cycle. The nineties yeah. are back, baby. Yes. Baby, um, back. This is nothing new, obviously. However, because we were so, we did get sucked into so hard, cruel summer. Mm-hmm. Cruel summer is an excellent, excellent example of how the nineties have, yes. like the nineties revival, is is in fully in swing right now um i read an article this was on decider.com i will of course link it they talked to um um let me see sorry i can't remember her name um sorry i had her name right here and then i i scrolled away I, i know her last name is ledniki oh there you go Tania Lednicki, who okay. was the uh, costume designer on uh, Cruel Summer. Ooh. And they were talking about, you know, obviously because it's set in 93, 94, Three. 95. Yeah. Right. So smack those, those like, when you think of the 90s, 93, 94, 95 are the Ooh. years you're thinking about. Like that's the sweet spot for most decades, I feel like. Because yeah. like, if I don't know if you guys have ever seen Freaks and Geeks, but it's like an 80s show, but mm-hmm. it's. It's like early 80s. And so it looks very 70s a little bit and just yeah. little bits of the new decade are creeping in. Mm-hmm. But those like three, four, five, mm-hmm. uh, like that mid spot is the sweet spot that usually like defines that when people think of the 90s, they think yes. of that aesthetic. Yeah. Because like 98, 99 was already starting to transition into the 90s, into the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. The aughts. Um, so yeah. Three, four, and five are... God help us when that comes into back into style. It's kind no. of happening a little bit, but good Lord, we don't need the thin eyebrows, you guys. P- leave your eyebrows alone. Please, don't touch them. I have so many friends. Kids. So many friends. Never recovered? No. You can pluck those things to death. Never recovered at all. No. Um, so some of the things that have come back uh, that are featured in Cruel Summer, it's stuff like... We're going to start with fashion a little bit because just to Love give the visual moment. of it all. Um, the boyfriend jeans, so mm-hmm. not a skinny jean, you guys. You could not find a skinny jean any time in the 90s. It was boyfriend cut, which was a little bit looser, mm-hmm. um, not n- not a single curve hugged yeah. ever. And straight leg. I had a straight lot leg. of straight leg jeans. Um, oh, God. straight. I, okay, I can't tell you how much I hate boyfriend cut jeans. As a larger human, I don't need clothes that makes me larger. I got it. I need some tailoring, for the love of God. Um, like, listen, <laughs> youths, babies, listen. This is. Can you just can you just leave our skinny jeans alone? Yeah, we've been through so much. We went. We we did. We did the we did the baggy clothes and the flannels and the chokers and the butterfly clips. Before there were filters. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you just give us... Our bones are cracking. We take naps now and we wake up in more pain than when we laid down. Can you just leave our... Can you just... Can you just give us a fucking side part and a skinny jean, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's God. My, that's my end. That's my soapbox yeah. moment. Sorry. So the boyfriend jean uh, that we all... Is a trigger for all of us, truly. Yes. Um. Uh, it is a straight leg, like Katie said. It's a higher waist. Um, 
but I do oh, love God, that waist that, would, that mm. love jean it. waistline like waistlines for jeans the highs and lows of it all you guys from 90s to the 2000s I remember in the 2000s you could not find the same way you hadn't been able to find a skinny jean you could not find anything but low rise no do you know the different sizes of jeans that you had to own because of that fucking inseam and that low rise torture Britney Spears of it all free Britney but the my god like a fucking nightmare I was I the Zoe Deschanel revival with the high-waisted manic pixie girl moment was one of the best things that personally happened to me in my life in terms of fashion that I've experienced. Low cut is just torture. No. I know exactly one person who thrived in the area, in the area, in the era of the low cut gene. It was, twas my best friend, Jen, who oh. texted me not too long ago and distracted me. Um, she has the strange, like she's very short. She's very petite gal mm -hmm. with daddy long leg legs. <laughs> She is all legs. Like she's she's about five three, five four, and about four feet of her is legs. Oh my god! She's got a very very short torso, so low cut jeans were a dream to her because oh. they fit her like regular jeans. My god! Because she didn't that's have the torso. Crazy. Yeah. So she finds it hard to find pants now oh, and yeah. before the low rise, because she would try to get the lowest rise she could and it was still high-waisted jeans. Oh my God. They're going to come back. I'm not yeah. ready for it, but they are going to come back. She's going to thrive. She's going to live, laugh, love it. Um, that, oh God, okay, well, this is not a 2000 episode, but the whale tail, no. 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 That self-tanner. Again, it's not a 2000 episode. Yeah, we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay, so... The high waist went along with the 90s crop top, um, the baby tee. Oh, my God. The baby tee. Well, we'll get into this in a little bit. The baby tee with the, like, camisole, like, slip dress mm. over it, which you see a lot of. In, Honestly, um, I still like that look. That is one of those I couldn't wear because uh. you had to be, you could pull it off, really, but I, I couldn't pull it off like I didn't like it because I didn't like layering yeah because it was harder it's harder to layer when you're bigger um but yes the little t-shirt with the little kind of slip dress it's just very it. Drew Barrymore to me it's it very cute mm. it's got to be Delia's. a sunflower print yes, yes. yeah so sunflower print. sunflower Couldn't print get away was, from it you could not everything and anything had a sunflower there was on even it a perfume. in the 90s um, so the tattoo chokers, those are like the plastic stretchy mm -hmm. chokers that Jeanette wears a lot. Well, more than Jeanette, but I owned many. Yeah. I did not, again, see larger person. Ah. Um, my head, huge. No. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't getting that over my head anyway. <laughs> and um, I do not have a graceful, elegant neck. Oh. Um, I have no problem with my neck. It's the only yeah. neck I've got. Um, but she's not delicate. Mm. She's she's not exactly like a tree trunk, but yeah. she's not delicate. And so that's fine. Um, I need to wear a slightly longer chain. Otherwise, mm. it ends up looking unwittingly like a like a, a or like unexpectedly like a choker. Oh, um, OK. Yeah. Not a Luke 
for me. Um, they specifically mention, they call it the 4th of July tattoo choker because you would wear a red, white, and blue one stack on stack on stack. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so here's where they mention the slip dress, um, alone or for modesty with a t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, underneath. Uh, that was a way to kind of sneakily wear a very short mini dress that would otherwise be very skimpy, but you've got a t-shirt on underneath. Yeah. So hello, yeah. I'm modest. Um, let's see what else they've got. The plaid shirts. So oh as grunge starts to enter the scene, you started to see the oversized plaid shirt because again, everything was oversized mm-hmm. in the nineties and that trend. I am fully taking advantage of that trend Yes, where all of a sudden like, wait, stuff fits. Like I, I don't have to go to the plus size section because your giant oversized sweatshirt <gasps> accidentally fit me. Great. <laughs> Love it. Um, so it's a little bit of the grunge. The 90s style is they're saying they call it the boyfriend shirt, but it was really just a big old plaid shirt. Yeah. It could also be called the dad shirt. Um, you would wear it with a tank top. Sometimes you would wear it like tie it around your, your waist. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very cruel summer 90s vibe. Now yeah. they've also, this is in another article from wherenext.com. Um, this is talking about what you had on earlier. I can't remember if you, I'm half my screen is covered because I've got my notes up a bandana. Oh yeah. Can I tell you Katie is one of my true fashion icons because of the way she can wear bandanas (laughs) and scarves. I'm not kidding. I do love a bandana. It's a very like she gives it that. Oh, I just, Oh, I, one last thing she grabbed before she left the house. It doesn't, it does not look like something she did on purpose. It is. She is effortless. With her, her scarves and bandanas. That's my dream description of my life. Oh, it really, it, it like, is. I just watched Clueless and where they, they give the teacher the makeover and she's got mm-hmm. a, a scarf tied around her neck, but it's all sloppy. And so when they do their quick, like, oh, how about that? And they're, they're talking to her and they're doing all these little tweaks and tweaks. Yeah. And when she leaves the room, like right before she leaves the room, she turns around and it's obviously she's been completely done over by a stylist. Yeah. But she's got that scarf that had the knot here, like a Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it went to the side. Oh, yeah. And it became <gasps> glamour and fashion. Audrey yeah. Hepburn. <laughs> and that's that's when you walk in to a room with your little scarf tied just so. But I know that it wasn't like she, Katie did not spend 20 minutes in the mirror trying to put the scarf on perfectly. She just tied it around her, her neck, probably in the car right before she came into work probably. without even looking <laughs> in the mirror. And it just so happens that like your neck accessorizes beautifully <laughs> thank you I'll, I'll send its regards it's, it's compliments <laughs> also it's a little bit like you know age um so want to hide those hide those lines get a scarf it's it's wonder you wear scarves like a french woman <gasps> i know oh my god okay Stop. um <laughs> okay so Cute. speaking of necks Okay. Halter necks also back. <gasps> the halter. That was a rough go for me, the halter. As someone who does not like to wear, go bare armed, the halter is rough. Because I'll I'll wear a halter, sure, but then I'm going to put a cardigan on over it. So you'll never know it was a halter. Okay, my one thing, my one comment about a halter, and this might be a hot take, but I do firmly believe that it is a very 
flattering, like, style mm-hmm. for all body shapes. It is. Because you're giving neckline, you're giving mm-hmm. shoulders, and depending on where the detailing is on the halter, I did have this one really, I think I got it from Delia's, not even kidding. I think I got it from Delia's, and I saved my little money, misered it away. Um, it was baby blue, and it was like, it was a pretty deep, um, it was a pretty deep, like, cut. And this, we're talking like, we're just almost out of the 90s, but it was still in. Mm-hmm. I think I mm-hmm. wore it to HF Festival, and I got really sunburnt. But, um, and it had embroidery, like, all up the sides, and it mm-hmm. was this baby blue, and my boobs had not come in yet, because I would not dare to wear this halter now, because I do not like to show a lot of cleavage, just don't feel comfortable like that. Um, but I still had smaller chest, so it worked. I didn't have to wear a bra because that was the one thing I hated with the halters. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Like right. wait, now with the way these ladies are, forget about it. I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> you'd have to wear, you'd have to go no bra, of uh-huh. course. Course. Or you could do a strapless, which would mean you are going to be uncomfortable. Um, it's going to be a belt at some point. In the at, day. Yes. And it would fall to the waist Ugh. at some point. And again, we're not going to go into this because this is more of a 2000 trend. But remember those clear plastic bra mm-hmm. straps that were oh supposed to like be invisible, yeah. but really just made it that much more obvious that you were yeah. wearing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then they also mention corsets. Oh. Uh, the corset top. Um, another. You rocked one of those, didn't you? I did. Because I was a goth. I had many corsets. <laughs> I had so many that I... Uh, I became an expert at putting on my own corset. Ooh, um, that's a skill. It was a skill that I, oh, I, I still remember what I used to do. So I used to put the corset on and I used to one time figure out how tight it needed to be. So I would like kind of mark where I needed to lace it to. I would lace it and then I would undo the front, which are all the little tiny bra clasps. Oh, the little hooks, the hook and eyes. Yeah. So I would take it, take it most of the way down. So it would be tied in the back, which was the hard part, was to get mm-hmm. somebody behind you to tie it. But if I had to go to a goth club, I wasn't going to have anybody to help me. So I would just lace it up the like before, pre-lace. Yeah. And then undo the front. And then I would put it on. And then I would spend about 15 minutes sweating, trying to get it all hook and eyed up the front. Yeah. I'd have to do it before I put on my makeup because I would sweat too much. Yes. And so then I would have to like cool off and then goth out with the makeup. Cool um, off and goth out. Goth out. I bought so many corsets off, off eBay. <gasps> eBay was my corset source. So this was more 2000s. Okay. But the 90s kind of still um, ushered in the era of the corset. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of love a corset. Um, I, I love a nipped in waist. Oh yeah. I love a very classic feminine silhouette mm-hmm. and I love like a s- snatched cinched yeah. in waist with, um, kind of softer, big boobs softer squishier boobs which a corset will give you mm-hmm. and i want a prominent hip oh, which again yeah. the corset will give you yeah even if you don't have bigger hips 
the course it will give you because of the cinched in in the middle. I don't want to hurt myself or cause yes. damage. But I used, I got so comfortable in corsets. <laughs> I used to drive to and from goth clubs in a corset with my seat just tilted back a little yeah. bit extra so that I could, like, I would just, do, I'm going to move away from the mic just a little bit, just to show Katie. So I would be driving home like this. And she would lean back. And was, she's just. It was great. It was just a lean back. Um, you just, you know, don't stop at Taco Bell on your way home. Yeah. Um, unless you I got have, a backup t-shirt that you can like, you know. Do you un- still own these corsets? I don't think so. I probably oh. got rid of everything that was like that. Because they wouldn't last. Yeah. Because they were cheap eBay corsets. And I would cinch them up so tight. And I would be driving and stuff in them that I would warp the hook and eyes oh yeah because i wasn't straight up and down in it so i would just keep buying them but i had them in like i had purple and black were the most popular color i had i had an Mm -hmm. occasional red maybe a green once in a while but it was like all purple and black okay so again this article also mentions uh the oversized flannel yes bucket hats oh god i'm not ready for a bucket hat i you guys they're not cute. Maybe you think they're cute. On Maybe a toddler. old, but I don't... Uh, On a toddler, I will accept a bucket hat. Uh, but if you've begun your educational career, get that bucket hat off your head. Okay, can I say the only person that looks cute in a bucket hat is um, Instagram personality and treasure Ricky Thompson? <laughs> Ricky Thompson can fucking pull off a bucket hat like no fucking other person, but he is the only one. That's my statement. I stand by it. Seal it, sign it, notarize it. Yeah, I'm I'm not Done. I'm not a hat person personally because they don't fit my head. Oh, I love hats. Um, I, you can pull off a hat. I cannot. I have a huge head, so they normally won't fit. I love I would love to be able to wear hats once in a while. Yeah. Um, head's too big. She can't do it. Yeah. Um, it just, it's just tight. Um, even a bucket hat, tight. Okay. Oh. So again, also, as we had mentioned before, slip dresses with yeah. or without a baby tee underneath. Mm-hmm. Now, I think of slip dresses and I think, um, oh my God, what's her name? Her, what's oh she my God, supermodel, heroin oh. chic. Um, oh, Kate Moss? Kate Moss. Okay. Sorry about that, Kate Moss. I think of slip dresses. I love that that was like, oh, instantly. (laughs) I think of a slip dress and I think of Kate Moss. Yeah. Like the Kate Moss, Calvin Klein ads where it was very, very thin girls, uh, thin thin women in teeny tiny little slip dresses, not a bra or pair of underwear to be found. Nowhere to be found. Um... I could not, I could not rock that Luke, but it was kind of later what, um, again, in the two thousands, what like a Courtney love sort of transitioned into a more sort of rock punk. Yes. Twist sort of like feminist twist Mm -hmm. on it because of course it would then be paired with like ripped fishnets or torn G like, you know scuffed up shoes paradox. or boots or something paradox yeah. a paradox with a pair of dogs <laughs> um okay cargo pants oh i have never been a fan of the cargo pant on anyone 
I'm trying to think if I owned cargo pants at some point. And I think cargo I pants might be a, a specific Luke, but it was that oversized mm-hmm. silhouette. So even if With they like weren't cargo pants. Yeah. Cargo pants. Yeah. It was a very form-fitted top with a very oddly proportioned oversized bottom. And probably maybe like an Adidas tennis shoe. Yeah. The bottom for the a, shoes. A bulky shoe. A bulky, chunky shoe. A bulky Bartokamus bulky, shoe. chunky pants with pockets <sighs> for things and activities. I don't know. Um, they are also saying... This article, they, this article is also saying leather blazers. Leather blazers? I don't remember leather blazers being a 90s thing. I do remember leather blazers. Oh, I kind of do. I'm thinking more, uh, were they though? Here, uh, blazers were a thing for sure. 30 years ago, Gwyneth Paltrow, Drew Barrymore, Winona Ryder were all fans of leather blazers and fashion girls continue to wear them today. Mm. And then they have some photos, but like, I don't really remember the leather. I remember the blazers, like you said, but yeah. not necessarily leather blazers. It's again, that oversized silhouette yeah. that the nineties just loved. It yeah. was a time where thin people exaggerated that thin silhouette yeah. with an oversized like clothing uh fit. yeah um and then lastly this article is referencing dad sandals which i immediately turned to dandles dandles dad sandals so Dandel again lions. a chunky big like oversized sandal kind of like a birkenstock yeah birkenstock. or like the hiking sort of sandals the tevas i owned a lot of birkenstock style shoes we weren't we couldn't afford Birkenstocks, but they were like knockoff Payless versions of Birkenstocks. Right. Well, that that's telling you how fashionable they were at the time, yeah. that they were knockoffs. Yeah. So once you see a knockoff of something, like, whoop, there it is. Yeah. She a trend. trend. Yeah. Trending. Were, Trending. Um, were cloud, like, you know those, okay, do you know those mesh tight tops? With like a cloud print. I remember cloud print on fucking everything. Kind of similar to Sunflower. Or is that maybe 2000s? That could be more 2000s. I don't remember the cloud print as much. I remember there were... it was a, There was some color blocking happening. Usually Ooh. in stripes though. Not in random shapes. But color blocking stripes were a thing. Kind of a... Um, like this. Can you see that? Um, oh yeah, it's like yeah. Like butterflies and the butterfly was very was a very cloud. popular. So it could have been that sort of meshy botanical nature vibe that went along with sunflowers. Because I definitely owned a t- like okay. So there was this little store called Fashion Bug. Um, I remember Fashion Bug. Do you remember Fashion Bug? And so it was like trendy things that you could buy that were way more affordable um, to purchase. Kind of like a predecessor to like Forever 21. Yes. And I purchased a lot of those types of Mm -hmm. things there. And I got this like mesh kind of see-through like cloud print thing. It's long sleeves. Y'all are wearing them now, so you know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s. 
that was when I just started to like push the I tried to wear a crop top one time and um literally my mom was like uh where are you going and I was like I'm to date uh mm, okay uh back to my room I guess <laughs> changing just kidding psych psych it's like bye JK mom JK mom yeah um and I remember like um there was a lot of uh sheer clothing like so much because there was a lot of layering yeah so you would have like a solid base like a um like an ace i'm i'm thinking an ace of base i'm thinking like share in clueless when the first night she goes out with christian and she's got on the white kelvin klein dress and her dad tells her to put something on over that and she was just like oh no duh i was about just about to and she puts on a coat like a jacket but it is completely sheer yes yeah so there was a lot of that the sheer of it all um, sheer over solid, kind of the opposite of the slip dress over yeah. a, a t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of like, <laughs> a lot of like modest, but a hint of uh, of scandal. Yeah, modern with a hint of scandal. Yeah. Um, I do remember. Um kind of like the baby doll the baby doll got i think much more popularized with like riot girl yeah, yeah kind yeah, of yeah, 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 um, yeah. early 2000s but i do remember it had started in the 90s though baby doll dresses 1, started in the 90s it was in the 90s um uh anna sui oh yeah 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 super into like it was a very grown up wednesday adams sort of vibe perfect description a lot of like velvet and satin like very i do remember the crushed velvet was very 90s that was very in yeah oh um a cranberry colored lip do you remember dark. that it, it dark like, dark berry to almost brown lipstick was happening yes can I tell you, I just had this realization as we were talking about fashion. Can I tell you, okay, because I was thinking, like, as we're talking about this, it was all, it was very, like, extreme. Like, there was, like, a hyperness to, like, when you were grunge, there was a, there was a, you were all in. Yes. Because now there's, like, a blend of, mm-hmm. like you were saying, there's, like, a blending of styles. And if you were more of, like, a Cher Horowitz, sort of more glam, you were all in. Um, and I thought about the movie, The Truth About Cats and Dogs, with Janine Garofalo. Yes. And um, was it Uma Thurman? Mm-hmm. It may, yeah. Okay. Can I tell you, and this just goes to show my current style choices, I was obsessed with Janine Garofalo's character in that movie. I wanted to be her. That's who I wanted to be. I didn't want to be Uma, who was this, go- like, this like supermodel, whatever, whatever. I wanted to be... Janine Garofalo. There was like an effortless, I don't know. There, she was so cool to me in that movie. I remember watching it as a kid and being like, "That's what I want." I um, think, I remember Janine Garofalo being like the coolest because she was right? above the trend. Yeah, which made her trendy. Like she didn't even know it. She yeah. was wearing. All those kinds of trends that we're talking about. It was a combat boot or a chunky shoe with an oversized jeans, 
like a pair of oversized kind of, you know, looser fit jean. Yeah. Um, with also like a large jacket or blazer over some sort of t-shirt or something. She was the queen of the large jacket. And it was very minimal makeup. Yeah. That was a thing in the 90s, I remember. Like it was very, again, I'm thinking of like Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. It was very minimal, very dewy. Yeah. So you could not find anything matte in the 90s. It was hard to find matte in the 90s and 2000s. It wasn't until the later 2000s that matte started to become a thing, but it yeah. was everything was frosty, shimmery, glossy. Yes. The eyebrows, yeah. pencil thin. It was a um, almost like a 30s look. Yeah. With the really thin, thin brows, very clean makeup kind of otherwise, unless you went with a little bit of a smudged sort of like, like the day after makeup. Yeah. Oh my God. Have we talked about backpacks? No, 90s in the backpacks. The nineties in the backpack. Let's. Yes. I just saw a picture from a still from that movie and she's got a little leather backpack because there were multiple kinds. You had your little backpacks. You had your larger backpacks. You had like your Jansport kind of vibe. Utility, sort of like I'm hauling stuff. I got to yeah. carry these things. I like to this today, I would wear one of like a little leather backpack. It's very cute. You could do like the double strap or you could do mm-hmm. the two straps on one side. Um, the tiny purses are also oh coming back. Like the yes. tiny backpacks, tiny cur- tiny purses, which are yeah. a curse, coming back. Yeah. Um I, <laughs> this is so stupid. I remember one time our friend of the pod, Dan, brother Dan, she was Dan. shopping and she saw like a little mini backpack that I'm sure probably reminded her of mm-hmm. uh, some of her high school days because she's, I think she's right between us yeah. in age. Um, And she put it on and had, I think her sister take a photo of her and send it to me. And she was like, what do you think? And my reaction was just like, well, you know, you want to think about proportions. <laughs> and she was like, got it. That was the kindest way you could have said that to me. Thank you. I've got it. I put that thing back on the shelf. It's not for me. Thank you. Because again, like if you're a little, it's a little backpack. And so it's meant to look why the clothes got bigger and the accessories got smaller beyond me. But it was meant to kind of help exaggerate how I guess how oversized the rest of the silhouette yeah. was but if you're already kind of bigger and you put on this tiny little backpack it just turns into like Chris Farley like a fat guy in a little jacket or fat guy in a little coat fat guy in a little coat yeah I've lived that life like that's been a reality for me so I don't want to accidentally do that I have a an assignment for you and for myself <laughs> Oh, God. That I think will be very fun and we can do another episode and report back. Because I was just thinking, I I don't know what the connection was between you bringing up Brother Dan, um, but we should 100% ask our private French teachers to share. Mine's a little bit younger, so the 90s is going to be a bit of a weird time for her. (laughs) But I kind of want to know what her style perception is of the 90s and then maybe also what she thought of like U.S. style in the 90s. Oh, that's interesting. What the the perception was, whether it was something they thought was cool, 
or something they thought was real gauche and just like what the fuck where are the waistlines going um what's happening why are you wearing tiny bags but like <laughs> what are the cargo pa- i can imagine like cargo pants really cargo pants um like i'm kind of interested to see and so we're gonna that's gonna be something that i had to get I'll out ask, in this one where I'm, i forget i'm not sure how what age what era my tutor came up in i, I think she's obviously younger than me um i wonder if she's like brother dan or she might be between between you and i uh, Mine planned. is a precious little youth. Well, no, she's old. She's I think she's she's thirty. Old. Yeah, I think mine might be in her thirties. I don't think she's in her forties. I think she's in her thirties. Okay, but maybe slightly middle to later. Yeah, so maybe she's kind of around mine, mine age. So I was like maybe. middle school to high school nineties was my experience. Well, actually, was like well, hold on, eighty five. So it was like. Elementary school to early high school was my 90s. I would 100% ask her what, because I happen to be working with her on that imperfect. So perfect. I could, perfect imperfect. I could ask her, like, you know, I used to wear, bop, 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 bop. Ah, that's amazing. What did you used to wear? And what did you think about American, like, fashion? (laughs) us us because uh, at some at some point there was a time once upon a time when americans set the trend mm-hmm. set the, the fashion trends yeah and the rest of the world was kind of always catching up like the rest of the world was you know like uh, some cycles behind because yeah. there used to be a time when you could travel from the u.s to europe eastern europe um Asian countries as well and like trade your clothes like it was a big mm-hmm. deal to like oh take extra stuff because you can actually trade with people like it's valuable to them obviously this is before like internet shopping and things like that where just everything became available yeah everywhere um but yeah you kind of see it's sort of the same phenomenon I'm so sorry to anybody who's not living on a coast I don't it's just it this is these are facts it's reality the coastal regions tend to be a little ahead mm-hmm. of trends before it catches up to what is that's why it's you know middle america like yeah. the trends sort of move inwards so if you live somewhere kind of more landlocked the trends might not reach you quite as quickly as people that live in coastal cities bigger coastal cities not oh, yeah. all just not all the coast but bigger coastal cities um and that used to be kind of the same for European countries. Like European countries, the trends moved over, like traveled there a little slower Yeah, uh, overseas. I'm fascinated with the French angle because they're so championed in their classic style and fashion and right, haute right. couture and all of that. And I'm like, what y'all think? And they have a lot of opinions, which I love. I love an opinion. I love an opinionated beach. I love it. I just want to tell him, like, you're not going to insult me because I didn't wear anything that was trendy. Lay well, it really. on. Yeah. I tried and it was miserable. I um, was a goth baby. No. So. <laughs> I didn't know what I was. I barely knew. I, I barely knew I was alive, to be honest. I was just coasting on. I was asking, asking the bottom bro, like, 
I don't know. What are we doing? What cargo pants? No. Oh, okay. No. Nope. Right. No. Oh, all right. Yep. Not got doing it. Got it. Um, oh, I just remember a lot of Lands End for me for some reason, and a lot of uh, a lot of Delias, a lot of alloy. I do remember a lot Delias heavy, but again, this was oh god, so before the plus size like fashion revolution like where you yeah can act- you can actually find plus size clothes online yeah and even <gasps> gasp in stores now back then it was like you shopped at lane bryant and you hope that you know somebody who sews right yeah oh, um, fuck. so that, that was one of the that was one of the reasons why even now i will still occasionally like people will like sometimes people like comment what i'm wearing like and like what i'm wearing and if i say like oh it's from target or it's, yeah. like, or it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I got it like at H&M or it was Forever 21. And there was someone at work who said, you always say that you shop at Target. Like, but I never see the stuff you got yeah. on at Target. It's like, yeah, bitch, because I bought it six months ago. Right. Like the day it came out when they yeah. still had that one size 18. You grab it. In the store. I grabbed it. I grabbed it and I yeah. bought it in every color. Um, or I had like someone who works for it with us who said like, the stuff from Target doesn't look like that on me. Oh. It's, again, I accessorize it. I also yeah. tweak it if I need to. I'll pin it, yeah. roll it. I'll do what I need to do to make it look like it fits perfectly yeah. on me. I don't tailor Target clothing because I'm not about to spend that kind of money tailoring yeah. things on Target clothing. But um, dresses, if I have to buy them a little bit larger because my I need a hips and butt to fit properly in it first mm-hmm. and it will always be too big up top yeah but i have to you have to buy for the largest part of you so i have to buy it for the hip and butt yeah and then that's why i always wear a belt i always have yeah you stretchy do. fashion belts yeah because it tricks you into thinking my clothes fit me those clothes uh. are the, the top part's always too big yeah so i have to cinch it in at the waist and i make it look a little more structured than it is yeah so it's just like it's just fat girl fashion. Uh, you got to trick that eye into making be- like making believe that like, oh, that totally fits you. It's like, it does not. Yeah. It's two sizes too big up top because I had to buy it bigger for my butt. Yeah. Um, and 90s, the baby doll dress. Oh, yeah. Saved me. Because also, again, you just belt it because I don't want to, I can't go too baby doll. Otherwise, ooh, she looks pregnant. Yeah. Um. But you just belt it, but whatever. But the baby doll, my mom used to call them Mona Lisa dresses. Oh, my God, why? Because they have that neckline, like the very oh square my God. neckline. That's amazing. That's and genius. she used to say, like, you've got long, dark hair parted right in the middle. Oh, I used to part it in the middle back in the day with the square neckline. You look like the Mona Lisa. That's like, hilarious. It's your Mona Lisa, like your Mona Lisa Luke. Yeah. Um, But I loved it because I could finally, like, I could find stuff that fit. Right. Yeah. And then just like either pin it or have my mom take it in, you know, like a she sewed. So I, I didn't have to pay big money to have things tailored. Um, and then when I discovered my mom could, you mean you can make me things? Yeah. <laughs> custom? custom? I got a custom shop right now. She made me a black velvet cape. Please don't laugh at me. Oh, that thing was it. beautiful. Somebody at a cure show. I realize I'm not making a case for myself, but let me get this out. <laughs> Someone at a Cure concert offered to buy it off of me. Oh, my like God. Like, literally off my back. And I was like, my mom made this. No. And she yelled yeah. at me because yeah. it was real hard to do. But it was a black 
real velvet. I remember that we went to some craft store at the mall. I can't remember what store it was, but it was a, a store that was a fabric store. And I did not buy velveteen. I bought velvet. Yeah. And I remember that it was back then. This was probably 1990 or 91. It was like 60 or $70 Ooh. worth of velvet, which was a lot. That's a lot of money. But yeah. I remember seeing the same cape because the, the picture I showed my mom was from like a goth catalog. Yeah. And it was it was like a $250 purchase if I did it online. Yeah. So she got the pattern. I, it must have been around Halloween time because there must have been a cape. Or maybe because in those pattern books, it's like a few months ahead so that you yeah. can make things before the season. So we found a cape pattern. It was probably a Halloween costume. She got the black velvet. And for the closure, I didn't know what to do. And I was just like, oh, whatever. Just like a snap or something simple that you'll never see. I remember she went and got, um, it was a frog closure. So it was oh like almost like a Celtic knot uh-huh. with like this, the piece that would like fit into yeah. it and grab when she finished that thing she <laughs> i heard her coming down the hallway to my room she knocks on the door i open it she says i finished your i finished this stupid thing uh, and she threw it on the floor she threw it on my bed i think uh, and said i'm never doing that again i'm never yeah. making she said that fabric was so tough to wear oh okay. she was just complaining i was just like okay thank you thank you so much yeah. bye uh, closed the door immediately like tried it on and just like stevie nicks twirled uh, around the room i <laughs> still have it it's it's in storage like i can't i wish i could have easy access to it i don't but i do still have it it got some sun damage to it because oh, yeah. it was in storage but it's fine it still exists i would still wear that thing yeah if i, I if it was socially acceptable i would still wear it if i wasn't so always hot yeah. And we weren't going through, you know, oh, awful, an awful climate heat change yeah. heat wave right now. I would 100% still wear that thing. Yeah. It was my goth glory. It's amazing. Oh. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. Can you even imagine my dumbass 15, 16 year old self walking around wearing a black velvet cape? 100%. I see it. I With picture it. My little skull buckle boots. I got those. It looked like it looks like a like a Peter Pan, a high Peter Pan boot. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. completely flat sole. Mm -hmm. Almost like a ballet slipper bottom, completely flat, but like mid calf. And the buckles along the side were skulls. Those shoes I think made me infamous at school. <sighs> it's amazing. Because I used to I remember my favorite outfit. I will tell you my favorite outfit. I wore a black baby doll Mona Lisa dress. Uh huh. I wore black tights and okay. those shoes, the black little buckle boots. Yeah. And I just Wednesday Adamed my way around campus all the time. I love that. Um, I remember the yearbook teacher asking me to be in a picture. I think I was a sophomore and it was the alternative crowd. Oh my God. So they took the different crowds, like the preppies, uh -huh. the like, uh, God, I can't remember what they called everybody, but it was all the different groups. So it was just like the hip hop kids, the alternative kids, the country kids, the job, like all the different groups of people, the way people were dressing. And I was in the goth one 
and they made me put my foot up so that you could showcase the boots yeah um god what like i remember i was like this is it this is my moment this is me this is me this is hello world hello world i I really am the expert i'm your wild girl (laughs) (laughs) i need to find that picture that is in a yearbook somewhere that i that I wish I could. I wish I could find. I could remember where all my yearbooks are. Yeah. They're somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere Maybe. in someone's yearbook, I am showcasing that boot. I love it. I love '90s glory. '90s oh. goth glory. I I still actually remember the dress. I I remember it was from Lane Bryant, mm-hmm. and it was surprisingly fashionable, not like matronly. Yeah. And it had buttons in the front and it just happened to have fit me perfectly. And I, like, you couldn't tell me nothing on days yeah. that I, I got to wear it. <laughs> I also used to wear fishnets. Oh, Which yeah. my mom let me get away with. My mom was, would not let me get away with everything I wanted to do. There were a couple of battles that we had over clothing that she did not deem appropriate. Yeah. But for some reason, like, the fishnets. She was fine She with. She never clocked the fishnets. Yeah. Which were completely, like, I remember having to buy them at, like, an adult store. Like, and I don't mean, like, a store for grownups. I mean, like, yeah. an adult, like, porn shop. Oh, that, yeah. That had, like, you know, sexy Halloween costumes. And so that's the only yeah. place I could I could physically go and get fishnets. That was not around Halloween time. <gasps> yeah. Now they're at Target. Day. Yeah. Now they're, now they're at Target. Yeah. And it's a fashion moment. But back in my yeah. day, I... I didn't do anything like I, I remember wanting it's weird and I don't, at the time I don't think I would have been able to see this, but I remember wanting to just blend in so badly so that Mm. no one paid any attention to me so that I would, I, it was, she was a basic, she was a basic beach. She was just like, cool. Like no, no skin, nothing revealing, nada, just like, just another, I don't know what it was. I, I, it's like, I just, cause I, I hated my high school. So I was like, I gotta get through another four years and my middle school with these fucking idiots. I'm just going to be just like, <laughs> I'm like backing. So you can't see me in the wall. Just like, I don't exist. I don't exist. I remember being sad that I couldn't do that. Oh yeah. I couldn't like, I, I don't, I guess I could have tried. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, like, I don't understand why I'm so weird. Oh. I don't yeah. understand why I, like, why do I have to be the way I am? Yeah. Why am I like this? That's when my why am I like this was born. Yeah. But not being able to just, like, oh, we'll just dress like everybody else. Like, you just, you could you could do it if you want. But I guess I truly didn't want. Yeah, you didn't want to. Um, I, I couldn't. And I remember just thinking like, I can't, I cannot make myself be like everybody else. Yeah. This is the only thing I know how to do is the only way I I can like make it. Um, but then like the, the twist was the last two years of high school, everybody was trying to dress like the way I did. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember somebody asking me where I got my docs. Because this was oh. when you couldn't buy you, docs were sold at um, Nana's. Yeah, uh, through a company called Nana's, which I think you can still get them from Nana's. And the closest place 
uh, we could get them was in Santa Monica. So I remember oh, having okay. to drive to Santa Monica with my cousin. And I didn't know what size I was going to, because you had to buy them in men's sizes. And I didn't know how to do the math. Um, and they uh, would trace your foot and mm. then use like a measuring thing to tell you what size to wear yeah and if you were doing mail order they had you do the same thing like they would just tell you like you don't know what size to wear trace your foot we'll measure it for you okay um i still have those docks but they're too small now my foot grew just a teeny tiny bit they're uh, eight and a halfs uh and i wear a nine you are a nine like a yeah full full my full grown foot was a nine like i think part of mine too also because my brother was weirdly similar and now we both love and, like, my sister was the opposite. Like, my sister was full 90s kid. You guys are, she's, like, I think maybe, like, a year or two younger than you, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, and, but she was, like, cheerleader, prom queen. Like, oh, wow. Ba- yeah, like, that was her bag. Like, she did the perm. She was, like, super glam. She was, like, super done up all the time. And my brother and I, now it's so flipped because my brother and I love, we love clothes, we love style, we love fashion. Right. Not as much maybe as some, but like we do really love it. We like to express mm-hmm. ourselves and be, look a certain way. Um, and like, it's weird how... Um, Se está oyendo mucho el ruido de la caja. Amazon box this time. Oh, Amazon box. Oh, hold on, I'm going to mark that probably at about 109-ish that it really started. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's so with my sister, like she had that in her, in that time period where she really found something like a certain style. And now, now I couldn't tell you what her style was. Um, it wasn't until, it really wasn't until I like, I clicked with that sort of, um, it was like an Amelie Zoe de Chanel moment. I was like, oh my God, that's it. Because before that, literally, I was like, I love Catherine Hepburn. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and I was like, you can't be walking around. You can't be walking around like Catherine Hepburn. And What's 40s? happening? I love that. 1000%. So I was like, well, just put on those straight jeans and wear a button down and get through life. Kind of like freaks and geeks. Okay, also, too, like where I grew up. Have you guys ever seen the show The Middle? Ever seen that Mm-mm. show? Mm-mm. Or like even like the town freaks and geeks town like just yeah. kind of like basic, um, or like okay Hawkins Indiana so- Sans mm-hmm. the monster, mm-hmm. very like that very country. You don't think country when you think Maryland, but this part it's the only red district in the state of Maryland. That's the place where I grew up. Very country, very basic. Lots of live laugh love everywhere. Lots of barn doors, lots of st- big, big metal stars on things. Um, a lot of shiplap happening. So I think that was it too, where there's like, I didn't want to do those extremes. Um, I didn't connect with any of that. So I was like, I will just be as muted as I possibly can. And then going away and getting out of there. And I was like, oh, because also just my personality, like, I. I had I I was critiqued and criticized enough, um, in house you know built in. So then I didn't want to I didn't want to test any of those waters 
outside. There was like a super like self esteem. Like the like the main character, the main gal in Freaks and Geeks before she gets with the kid, the the yeah. cool yeah, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was me. It me. I was just kind of like, mm, I'm just gonna wear these button shirts and like blend, blend in. Ooh. Yeah, I just I couldn't blend and some of it was the personality i could not not do what felt comfortable yeah um it was the steamroll of like well that's how it is yeah you're gonna you're gonna have to figure out how to live with this yeah um but some of it too was i was a i was a bigger kid like i could not fit into regular clothes necessarily it wasn't as easy to find kind of mainstream fashion that fit me yeah and that I liked the way I looked in it and I remember for a brief moment in junior high so this would have been oh ooh, god this would have been like 89 to 90 um trying because I hung out oddly I ended up just being friends with the popular girls in the end of junior high and this was before in my town. There was only just the one junior high, just the one high school. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids from wealthier families, when their kids hit high school, they didn't go to our, our high school. They went to private schools that were oh, outside okay. the city. So these were the kids that were, that would eventually leave, not come to high school with us. But they were wealthier and they wore, I remember, guests brand stuff yeah and i had one guest shirt that my mom begrudgingly bought me and i got Mm -hmm. spoiled yeah so this must have been i don't remember what it cost but it must have been outrageous that my mom agreed to buy me one and just the one yeah and it was i know that this is going to be a shock to you a black and white striped shirt yeah i we were just talking before we started about the 23 and me. You're going to have to find Hamburglar DNA in me. <laughs> the One of the only prints I wear is black and white stripes. Yeah. And sometimes I'll mix it up and it's a navy blue and white stripe. Yeah, it's a little bit of a flare. A little bit Ooh, of a change. That's a wild. Yeah. I'm wild that day. I think I have wallpaper DNA. <laughs> I really don't though. I actually do love to have like a look. But I think I also like, I was a late fucking bloomer in yeah. pretty much everything yeah. I did. And I think... Style was also another one of them. I was also physically just a late bloomer as well. Mm. Like I literally, I didn't get boobs until college, until like my first year after high school. Like they were just, I remember, um, I think there was like an Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie that came out. Something like, um, it was like No Titties, No Titties. Right. I remember I was, in my, I was in my friend's backyard and I was jumping on a trampoline and someone shouted that at <gasps> me because she was also really developed. I think it was like her brother's friend or something. And I was like, I gotta go home which was literally just me walking across the street but I was like I gotta go oh God. but like I was she shrunken chesticles like there was no there was no boobage but like kids are rough man and especially back Ooh. in the 90s and like the because that was a bit out of middle school or like maybe freshman year which was still oh, 90s God. um I, I will not forget that um ever thank you so much very I similar never when, I oh, never go got the boobs that the rest of my family had or that really my body kind of called for. Yeah. Like, how did I end up with this ass, but no boob? I'm yeah. pear-shaped. I am yeah. 
genetically like i think that my great grandparents were pears uh. um every single woman growing up in my family and i do mean every single one d cup or bigger Oof. my yeah. mom at a c cup was the smallest yeah and then i was born and then hello at me hello hello b cups for life yeah. <laughs> b cups b cups for life um my hips are that of it you would expect a d at mm -hmm. least yeah but them them b's never got to be any them bigger bees. than how they be yeah um, I do believe that on my dad's side of the family, the same thing, all much larger, much more generous cups. Yeah. Not here. They said, not here. Nature said, joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess I, it would be even harder for me to dress if, Ooh. if that was the case. Yeah. Because I, I do know how difficult it is for my bigger breasted friends and relatives and loved ones um, to find bras that fit, that are comfortable, to find tops, yeah. and then to be able to find something that fits you top and bottom. Oh, God. Um, yeah, the boobs really, they yeah. throw a, they do throw a curveball in there. It just, my, my fashion um, hurdle, or my fashion cross to bear, was it, it's always going to be separates. Yeah. Forever separates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I have to buy two different sizes for the two hemispheres. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are at about an hour and 18. We are. Wow. Yeah. Um, we could so probably edit this out. <laughs> so should we do, yeah, we can edit this part out. So should we do just like a nineties fashion discussion and then we can yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, cause everything, I don't really want to cut anything else out cause it's so good. It was good. Um, so yeah, we'll just do a, we'll call like nineties fashion moments. The deal you guys have it all. Um, Guess what? 90s fashions. Or how about, um, hold on, hold on. I like the Delia's catalog. Um, let's just call it that. Episode one, whatever, 140, whatever. Delia's catalog. Yeah. Delia's. What did catalog. you call Kate Moss? We can't, we can't say that. Um, what did I call it? What did you call Kate Moss? Um, oh, I, she was heroin chic. Yeah. Mm. I know. Um, but that's what the look was called. It was called that. Um, um, Delia's catalog special or like? Like um, like the 90s called. They want the crop tops back. I don't know. Um, 90s cargo pants. Um, <gasps> something about the brows. You got to. You got to. You got a beeper in those cargo pants, or is it just the '90s? I had a beeper. Um, yeah, something about um, like thin brows, thin thin brows, uh, leather leather blazers. I don't know. I was Can thinking like night heart something can't lose, but um, '90s trend. Um, 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 um. Like. I mean, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. We didn't know. It was the 90s. We couldn't find skinny pants, skinny jeans. Yeah. I like, um. Oh, shit. Um. I'm trying to think. 
of we could just call it like as if that's good our you know as if uh, a rundown of our of growing up in the 90s yeah, fashion or as something if, um, as if um, a look back at the 90s fa- a look back at 90s fashion love it perfect perfect rolling with the homies Rolling with the halter tops. I love rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. <laughs> he left just in time for us to stop recording. And he left his fucking shoes on top, his slippers on top of the sofa. Like not mm. on the sofa cushion, but on top of the back top. of the sofa. Yeah. I know that move. I, I truly can't. And I told him, I was like, the cat's coming in a couple weeks. The baby. I have to tell him, like, if that cat ever goes outside, I'll mm. destroy you, sir. Yeah. Well, that baby lives that indoors. Indoor baby. Indoor baby. No outdoor. Came in through the bathroom window. No, that's not what I want to say. For- I want to be like, within you, without you. That's also not what I want to say. Forever indoors. Forever indoors. Um. Okay. So, listen, y'all. That's going to... Oh, God. We're going to wrap it up. Like a total request live. We're gonna wrap that was two thousands. We're gonna wrap it up like a like an MTV's unplugged. We're gonna cut um, it out. We're gonna cut it out. We are Joey. um we're gonna leave on a Mariah Carey high note, the highest of notes. Um and God. Okay, so I think we should do we won't have time to do this when the episode releases, but at some point I'm gonna task us both with another assignment additional to the French assignment. Okay. We need to recreate, like, our 90s dream kid look current day. Like, that's something I'm going to task us with. doesn't matter where we get it from. We can go thrifting. We can go to Target. We can go wherever. We can find it. It's there. She exists. Y'all baby youths are all into the 90s, but we 100% need to do that, and we'll post it on um, the Instagram. So look out for that. okay. I already know it in my head. Yeah. I... I don't I'm I will need to purchase some pieces, but it's fine. Um I love How it. How sad I love is it that I will not have to purchase a single thing. I can still pull it out of my closet. Uh, I I'm like a neurotic um like purger when it comes to like my clothes and my fashion and my things and I'm just like mm, uh, and then I wanna like and then I re but you know, honestly I have to say, it works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. It works for me. I've never regretted anything that I've donated. I'm mm. not like missing. Because like when I'm right, like, right. no, you don't have to claw this out of my, you don't have to claw this out of my dead hands, my cold dead hands. I'm not going to look. There are certain things like my jean jacket. Never. I will wear that until every single hole is just a hole. It's just, <laughs> it's just like a little, like it's a scarf. It turns into one of the scarves that I wear. <laughs> Denim. I will easily purge trendy things Ooh, I don't buy tons of trendy trendy things because I well yeah I just I I tend to shop more long term Mm -hmm. and um, you will truly pry my clothing out of my cold (laughs) dead hands because (laughs) when you find plus size clothing clothing that fits you I can only you're not that's why it's not at the thrift store that's why Buffalo Exchange wants it so hard because we don't give it up. I'm yeah. not giving up my clothes that fit. No. Fuck you. When it's like 
you have to go literally searching through every single channel to find the clothes. Well, yeah, that, fucking hold on to that shit. That's also why, like, you want me to dress like I did, like, what my dream 90s is? Got it. It's in my closet right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not old. I just bought it, but I got it. That's how I dress. That's how I shop. I love it. I think I found a look and I stuck with it. I had a, we have a friend, our mutual goth uh, pumpkin king, mm-hmm. who his theory on. I have, I'm going to knock on wood. We'll still occasionally get, car- just got carded last week. Um, I have maintained a, a kind of, not a youthful look, but it's hard for people to tell how old I am. Hard, they can't date you. They yeah. can't date me very well. Carbon and I you. think it's because, I can't get carbon dated, because our, as our Pumpkin King friend pointed out, I found a look and stuck with it. Yeah. Like my look has not changed dramatically or drastically since the 90s. Yeah. I mean, like I used to part the hair in the middle, but now I part it on the side. Like the makeup got a little better because I got better at it. Mm-hmm. But style wise, like I didn't go shorter or longer or different color hair. Like I didn't make up still pretty much the same. I did not tweeze my eyebrows into the 90s. Uh, pin straight because I couldn't because I got too many eyebrows. Yeah. Not too many like as in multiples like four or five. I just mean the two that I've got strong. Yeah. Significant. Yeah. Um, so it would have been I would have been impossible for me to get them 90s thin. Yeah. So I've looked essentially like this for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't it's think true. I'm not going to pass for a teen or a 20 year old. But it's hard to figure out exactly where I am on that spec. What what yeah. what part of the 30s or 40s are you in? Yeah, that's true. Um, People ask me all the time. They're like, because "Wait, really? How like, old uh-huh. is she? How old yeah. that age?" Yeah. Um, and I just but. like to let people know, you know, it, I bathe in the blood of virgins. That's the secret. That's, that's the, the secret. secret. So that's the secret. Secrets out. That's the secret deodorant, which was really big in the 90s as well. Secret. Oh yeah. Um, Live, laugh, love it. Rate, review, subscribe, follow, tell your friends to follow, listen. Show us some of your 90s looks if you got them. Please. Show it if you got it. Um, we would love to see it. So we are the bottom Bible at uh, bottombible at gmail.com. You can email us anywhere you look. We will be the bottom Bible, Instagram, the bottom Bible. Um, and that's going to do it. So we'll be back next week. Um, live, laugh, love it all your current 2020 <laughs> dreams. Um, I don't know. That's it. We're out of here. I'm going to cut it out. Cut it out like a 90s choker would cut off my circulation. Yes. <laughs> and I'd have to cut it off of you with the butterfly clips. Cut it off of me with your butterfly clips. Thank you. Later. Later losers. No, you're but, great. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So tell me what you want from me. I really need